0: Welcome to Denim Wrapped Nightmares, Tipsy Exchange Podcast, where we explore the Supernatural series, episode by episode.
1: Over drinks, we'll discuss the lore, the gore, and what we adore about the Winchesters and their adventures.
0: I'm Burley, and I'm a new fan of the series.
1: I'm LA, and I'm here along for the ride. Now let's get
0: tipsy. Hello, LA. Hello, Burley. On our last episode... After school special, Sam and Dean went undercover to investigate a string of murders that happened to be at their old high school that they went to for like a month. While they were there, we had some flashbacks showing us a little bit more of the Winchester's adolescence and their time at the high school where we saw how Sam was picked on by the school bully and Dean was Mr. Ladies' Man. Oh, was it? Well, like it was a ghost. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> and they got it. That's the rest of the summary. <laughs> okay. I just didn't know if you were done or not. Well, that was all. That was all that was written. But then I realized it wasn't really complete, so I just went ahead and finished it up there. Okay. Got it. Got it.
1: Today's episode that we're going to talk about it was called
0: "Sex and Violence." You yet again thought I was making up the. Episode title.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the 14th episode of the fourth season and aired on February 5th of 2009. It starts out with a lady in a kitchen just going to town on a steak with a meat cleaver. Yeah. And she's obviously making two steaks and just beating the hell out of one of them. Looked real good, though. Oh, yeah. It was going to be a good dinner. It's a I shame. Ex- I
0: know. <laughs> I was excited to see the finished meal. Yeah. Well, we don't get to.
1: Nope. <laughs> So her husband shows up and he like, you just look at him and he's like, oh, you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. he's uh, he's not in a good mood. No, no. And I don't even think she says anything to him.
0: And he's just like, wait. Well, she was like, your boss is really cracking the whip or or something about him having to work late. And he was just like, (sighs) yeah, he's like, "You, you think I like working late? You think I
1: like working my ass off? Mhm. I mean, come on. And it's, like she did she wasn't even like dogging on him really. She was just yeah. like making a comment, like thinking like maybe he might join in and be like, "Oh yeah."
0: Yeah. And, no. don't, that, and that's not even what he was really doing. Mm-mm. But doth, he is doth protest too much. Right. He is
1: not happy to see her. Mm-mm. Not into being there. And she mentions that I think one of their friends, it's their um birth- Gary Gary. Gary's birthday. Gary's birthday is coming up and uh, they called to see if they're coming and he's like, well, what did you tell him? And she said, well, yeah, I told him we would go. And he's like pissed. And she's like, I thought you liked Gary. (laughs) Yeah, so he he does not want to go to the party. He's pissed that she said that they would go. And then she's, she's like kind of Going around the house, like, I don't know what she was doing, but she says that it was, seemed like he was just looking for a fight, which it did. Mm-hmm. And as she turns around to look at him, he has the meat cleaver and just clocks her
0: Yeah, with it. And we got our 20th blood splooge yeah. of the Supernatural series. Yeah. So, on their wedding picture. Right? Yeah. I felt bad for her. Like, fuck,
1: she was just trying to make you a nice dinner mm-hmm. and made one wrong comment.
0: Not even one wrong comment. Just was trying to have casual conversation. Yeah. Man, she didn't deserve that. No, and he knows it, as we see,
1: right? She was a good wife. After that, we see Dean asleep at a motel, fully clothed, mm-hmm. and we hear Sam, like in the, I think he's in the bathroom, whispering on the phone, clearly not wanting Dean to hear what he's saying. He comes back in, and, and Dean acts like he's just now waking up and asks Sam what he was doing. And Sam's, you know, he was he was uh, in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and Dean's like, oh, really. And I thought Sam was like, did you want me to take a picture? Like, gross, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, he just knows you're lying to him. Yeah. And and he tells him that he got off the phone and that he has a job for them in Bedford, Iowa. There's been a handful of these guys who have just randomly murdered their happily married wives. Mm-hmm. So they go and see, what's the husband's name? It was... Adam. Adam. So they go see Adam, who clocked his wife with the, the meat cleaver and killed her.
0: Completely different personality.
1: Right, he's like, I'm pleading guilty. You know, you can't change my mind. They offer themselves up as lawyers. They're lawyers
0: this time. Yeah, yeah. it was a nice change.
1: Yes, and he's he's like he's basically saying no, mm-hmm. and that he killed her. And he killed her because she made plans without asking him, mm-hmm. and that is why he did it. And he knows that, and it's like he it's like I guess now he maybe kind of realizes like, yeah, that's crazy, mm-hmm. but
0: I did it. Super remorseful, even hinting at that if he's not given the death penalty, he'll just do it himself. Right.
1: Yeah. And they, he even mentions they were happily married. Mm-hmm. So, they, Dean, I think, is the one who mentions that there were some weird charges that yeah. they found in their bank account. And that it typically comes up for, you know, under like a MNC entertainment that the, they don't want the wives, wifey wives to see. And it's typically, you know, strippers or of that. Vain, he mentions that yes, there was a, this woman named Jasmine. She was a stripper. They met at one of his friend's bachelorette parties. Which good for him to he went to that party.
0: He was okay with going to that party. You said bachelorette, did I? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, hey, you never know. True, <laughs> no, but it was a bachelor party. Whatever.
1: <laughs> and he talks about how Jasmine was just perfect. She was the perfect woman. His wife had no clue about this, so it didn't have anything to do with that. But. Jasmine did tell him that, you know, if he would just kill his wife, they could be together forever. Mm -hmm. Of course, after he knocked off the wife, Jasmine disappeared. Convenient. Mm -hmm. So Sam goes to see this doctor at one of the hospitals. She's very pretty. Mm -hmm. She mentions that, you know, all the toxicology reports, there was nothing in any of the wives' systems. Everything was normal. But there was one anomaly within the men and it was that they had crazy high levels of ox- oxytocin, which is basically the love hormone. And the guys present themselves as Agent Stiles and Murdoch this time. I think what Sam was in there talking with her, and then Dean comes in, and it, it was like short lived. And then Dean's like, "Oh, what?" Like acting like Sam had cock blocked him or something. He said, C- "You
0: C blocked me," which because he couldn't say cock on the CW. Oh, it was, oh okay. But yeah, she. I hardly paid Dean any mind. She was flirting her ass off with Sam the whole time. And I did think she kind of looked like Madison from heart. Oh, uh, yeah, I could see that just similar. Not, not saying that they look like they're related or anything, just similar features. Yeah. And then they brought up Madison later in the episode too. But I was thinking, oh, she kind of looks like Madison. And then she was flirting her ass off with Sam. And then Dean was like, yeah, you totally cock blocked me. Which Sam was in there before Dean even got in there. So it's like... Here- I guess Dean just assumed he entered the room and yeah. would automatically get the girl.
1: Uh, obviously.
0: Jeez. <laughs> oh, they did make it a point to show Dean like checking out her office and seeing those flowers mm-hmm. that were on her desk. They like focused in on the flowers. Yeah, it was a
1: really... It was like a pretty light purple, purple mm-hmm. type of flower, which we find out what that is later.
0: Yeah. So he his he did serve a purpose in the office at least. True. Yeah. <laughs> Not the one he wanted, but, right?
1: <laughs> uh, so Sam, uh, he's been flirting with her, and then he, she had mentioned she wasn't feeling so great that day, and like when they when he's leaving, he makes a little comment about the best hangover cure or something like that, and like yeah. he caught, she's like, oh, like caught him, like mm-hmm. he knew what was going on. I thought that was cute. So anyway, they end up going. Is this when they go to the strip club?
0: Yes, they uh, go to the Honey Wagon. Oh,
1: oh, I didn't write down the name. <laughs> um. But they learned that while um, each guy had been at the strip club, obviously, but they had been with a different stripper each time, so it's not the same girl,
0: right? Dean, whenever they were leaving the doctor's office, that's where he, Dean had been doing his research. Yes, was it? Yeah, but yeah. they found all that out. And whenever they got to the car, Dean was like super excited, and Sam was just like, "Um, you seem awfully chipper or cheery." And Dean was like, "Strippers! Oh yeah, we finally have a case with strippers." Ugh. He was real excited about heading of, over to the honey wagon. Of course he was.
1: <laughs> uh, but he does make mention that each of the guys say that this stripper that they interacted with or whatever was perfect. Mm-hmm. Just perfect. And Sam mentions, like, is it a love spell? What do you think is going on? And I could be wrong. I might have re- read written this last one down wrong. But uh, the strippers that the guys spoke about, there was Jasmine, Aurora, and I put Ariel. But I'm wondering if maybe I just put that because... Disney names I was going but because you didn't seem to men- mention Ariel you said somebody else you said I didn't Belle. hear
0: I didn't hear Aurora or Ariel I heard Jasmine and Belle so I didn't hear Belle and then Belle is the one that we actually saw seduce the guy yeah, and then I know that that's Belle yeah I know that well then what do you mean you didn't see Belle I didn't hear oh yeah that's
1: Belle I, I saw her it is like I'm talking when we're talking about the names like I didn't hear her name
0: mm. Yeah, I heard that one. I didn't hear Aurora or Ariel. And so when I saw Belle, I knew Jasmine and Belle. And that's when I went, are they using Disney princess names? And you said, yeah, because the other ones were Aurora and Ariel. So it makes sense.
1: Yeah. Dean goes and talks with the manager about the issues that, the, that these guys have been at his club. They've been murdering their wives. And the guy d- couldn't. I mean, he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. He's like, not my problem. Don't care. <laughs>
0: Contract labor.
1: Yeah. Sam walks over after Dean's done with the manager and tells him that he talked to Bobby and they have a theory that it could be sirens, that sirens are beautiful creatures that usually prey on men with their siren songs. I think, I can't remember which one of them, but they were like, well, if you were, you know, a siren in 2009 looking to ruin men, where's the perfect place to go? Mm -hmm. Strap Club. Sirens are solitary creatures, but they mentioned that like it could be anybody, which would make sense why it's not the same girl every time
0: and why she just disappears immediately after mm-hmm. and we see the
1: one named bell coming up to a guy at the strip club and then he takes her home and he goes like in this room and checks on his mom because i guess he's taking care of his mother so they get it on not in the room with her, her his mother though oh, <sighs> God.
0: no they get it on in the living room right. where his mother could just happen upon them
1: yeah and as they're as they're getting it on, um, we see the siren in her, the reflection of one of the mirrors. I think she's not pretty. No, Mm-mm.
0: not cute. She's looking real rough, reminiscent of the changelings from The Kids Are All Right. Yeah, except she didn't have the suction mouth thingy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm hmm.
1: Not good. Not cute at all. Not at <laughs> all. <laughs> Once they're done fornicating. Uh, she's just, you know, if you're so good, it would take care of your mom and me. And, you know, if I, I could just be with you forever if it wasn't for your mom, if your mom wasn't here. So she ba- she pretty much tells him, like, go bash your mom's brains in. Do it for me, baby. Mm-hmm. So he picks up like the fire poker, I think, or something. One of the, one of those fireplace somethings. And you hear him
0: go in there and just beat his mom to death. Fuck, yep. I
1: mean, fucking terrible.
0: Belle gets up and gets dressed and just leaves while he's doing it. Yeah.
1: But she's, she seems very pleased with herself. Yeah. (laughs) Next up, we're at the, uh, I always want to say hotel, but they're always at motels. We're at the motel and Dean, Sam's phone's sitting there on the
0: table. Well, the door was inside this time. So maybe it was a hotel. Oh, because I normally think of motels where the door to your room is outside the building. Right. Yeah. And hotels, it's inside the building. Mm-hmm. And the door was inside this time. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe I'm not maybe I'm not wrong then maybe It was very red. everything it was. was Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the bedding, the walls, the door red, red, red. I guess kind of appropriate for the episode. True. I don't know
1: true. But yeah, so Dean picks up Sam's phone just out of you know to snoop on it. And I think you mentioned he he, he dialed the only number that wasn't saved, yeah. right? Yep. and of course, who was it? Of Ruby. Uh, so you know, Dean's like, mm, okay, mm-hmm. don't like this, but he throws it down and like Sam comes in. He's like, oh, oh, you, you forgot your phone here. It's right here. You forgot it. <laughs> Not like I was looking at it. But I think as they're sitting, as they're sitting there, Bobby calls and says that he found something about the sirens from Greek lore. Is that
0: right? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't remember. He said something about something bronze, like it had to have the venom from. Uh, Man who's entranced by the, si- the blood of a man under the siren song is something like that. Right.
1: And that that's what they can use to like use against her.
0: Yeah. Essentially they were saying that the song isn't literally a song. The song is the siren venom and that you can use the siren venom to kill the siren themselves. Yes.
1: So Sam goes back to see his doctor lady, doctor lady friend. <laughs> I didn't write down anybody's names in this. In <laughs> fact, I call her doctor. And then this agent, we, the other FBI agent later, I just have him listed as agent the whole time in all my notes.
0: I thought you were going to say Hoyt.
1: No. No, <laughs> no. Anyway, so we're back at the doctor's office. The guys are questioning the doctor again. And she, as she's standing there, another guy comes up. She mentions that there's somebody else here from the FBI. And another agent walks up. He asks for their IDs because he wants to verify, which I feel like. I immediately was like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about this guy. But uh, he ends up calling this, or I think Sam gives him a card and is like, okay, yeah, go ahead and call our boss, whatever. And so he dials a number and we see Bobby cooking up, <laughs> cooking up something on the stove. I don't know what he's doing. But he's on the phone, like, giving this guy shit. Like, next time you want to waste my time, don't. And you're questioning, like, him questioning his, his decisions to send those boys out there or whatever. And anyway, he, like. School's the the guy the agent slams the phone down and we see this row of phones at Bobby's in Bobby's kitchen mm-hmm. lay, with different labels <laughs> for him to remember when whoever's calling what he needs to remember to say. I thought that was cute. Yeah. So Sam decides he wants Dean to distract this new agent so that he can go get blood from one of the the men and get it tested from his lady friend doctor.
0: They're they're hoping to use the blood to kill the siren.
1: Right, but he's like. I mean, yeah. that's what he's telling the agent or, or the doctor, I think, is that he wants to get it tested. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she goes in. They go into the, her little office, and she pulls, the, like, the row of the, what are those things called? Vials. Vials. hmm And the ones he's wanting are missing. Yep. Convenient. Yep. And we see Dean and this agent posted up at up at the strip club together, mm-hmm. drinking on the job. Yeah. And they're passing back, like, different um, musical trivia of their band, like, the old-school 80s bands and all that. Mm-hmm. And so they're, like,
0: instant best friends. Besties. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a little love affair there. They're working real hard to try and identify which of the strippers is the siren. Uh, yeah,
1: real. They're not even looking at the strippers, honestly. <laughs> they're just so entranced with each other. <laughs> um. But the agent does mention that he found at each of the scenes there was this type of flower. And he has he has actual flower from, I think, the last scene. And Dean remembers that he saw that flower in the doctor's office. So he thinks Doc is the siren. Mm-hmm. Now, all the meanwhile, he, um, uh, Dean and the agent are having their little bro-fest. Sam is at the doctor's office, and she is kind of coming on to Sam as they're talking and I think they were talking about the oxytocin and she's like, Oh, haven't you ever been in love, you know, so in love, but you also kind of wanted to bash their brains in at the same time. Mm -hmm. And she pulls out a bottle of whiskey and some glasses and is encouraging him to drink with her.
0: She was smooth.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, I was like, kudos doc. Like
0: go for it. Yeah. Oh, um, Oh wait, I'm not there yet.
1: (laughs) And so as they're chit-chatting, Dean calls. It doesn't show, but it's obviously Dean calling to warn Sam. But Sam puts that shit on decline.
0: He's got to get it in.
1: He's like, not now, bro.
0: (laughs) Who's C-blocking? Who now? Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) And so she proceeds to, after she's had her little liquid courage, which I don't think she needed, um, (laughs) she tells Sam that she, all night, she's been thinking about him. Not just him, parts of him, mm-hmm. parts, which the part she mentions his lips was not what I was thinking about. Me neither. But OK, <laughs> like I doubt that you were only thinking about his lips all yeah. night. I don't think. Yeah, no. But anyway, it is what CW or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so they start to get it on um, and they're, it's, it's like up against the window of her office, yeah. but right next to the flower vase with the hyacinths in them.
0: Oh, I did not notice that.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They like knock the vase a little
0: bit. I was looking at his back. Oh, it was nice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was real nice. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Good shot. Yeah. Kudos, director.
1: (laughs) After that, unfortunately, that's all we got to see. I think Bobby spoke to, or I'm sorry, Dean spoke to Bobby and realized that these flowers, or the flower is called a hyacinth, Mm -hmm. which I just said. And that is, um, it's a flower that derived, I think, from the Greek lore where the sirens started and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Dean finally gets a hold of Sam after Sam's back at the motel. And Dean is telling, trying to tell him that the doctor is a siren. Sam's not buying it. Yeah. He's like, no. He's like, I mean, wow, how are you so sure? And then he's like, oh, did you sleep with her? And he's like, oh, great. He's like, all right, fine. I got to do this one on my own now. Not with you. Mm-hmm. You sit tight gotta take care of business
0: well they're assuming that it's through sex that the siren is putting these men under the spell so i kind of understand why dean feels that way oh yeah you know he doesn't want to put himself in a comparable position
1: well right and like even no matter what if sam had been
0: compromised who's the one that he's gonna kill obviously it would be dean right so i did think it was interesting how quickly he was to call this other guy though Right. I mean, well, uh, Dean doesn't normally call a stranger and be like, I'm going to trust you. True. Come
1: on. And to your point, like, Sam was very like, well, tell me where you are and I'll come, I'll come help you. You mm-hmm. know, like, tell me. Which made it kind of seem even more so, like, oh, he, he's going to go get him.
0: Yeah. Kill him.
1: But yeah, so as soon as he's off the phone with Sam, calls his new, his new bestie, and they meet at, well, no, they don't meet. Um, the agent is surveilling this cocktail lounge, and he sees the doctor show up, and she's walking in. Got to go get her drink, her nightcap. Mm-hmm. She had a good night. She got she's celebrating. It,
0: it was a cocktail lounge. And so I made the joke of, well, she already got some cock. Might as well finish off the day with a cocktail. Exactly. Which how much does this doctor drink? Because when we met her, she was hungover from the night <laughs> right. before. And now we've seen her drink at least two glasses of whiskey with Sam. And now she's going to this cocktail lounge to finish up her night
1: hey, I don't know that I'd want her to be my doctor.
0: She's making the most of that single life, you know?
1: True. I mean, get a girl.
0: Go for it. But don't, don't be my doctor. <laughs> don't drive. I think she did take a cab to the bar, so.
1: Yeah, she did get out of the backseat. Yep. You're right. Mm-hmm. So she's a responsible, responsible drinker. Yes. Good for her. Dean does show up and get in the car with the agent as he's sitting there surveilling. And they're, they're chit-chatting. And I think Dean pulls out a flask, hands it over to the agent. And the agent looks real excited that they're drinking again together <laughs> on the job. And takes a drink, hands it back to to Dean, Dean takes another swig. And as they're talking, like, they're going over, like, the theories of how this could be happening. It was kind of a cool shot because as Dean's, like, just took his drink in the, the agent is a little blurred in the background, but Mm -hmm. he's like, oh, but what about saliva? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah.
0: And he kind, kind of comes clear again. And you're like, oh, it's him. I really liked that reveal. Yeah, I did too. I didn't see it coming. Yeah. I enjoyed that reveal a lot. It was good. And and little, the guy, I don't know the actor's After name, Zane. but Hoyt. We yeah. know him as Hoyt. We know him as Hoyt, <laughs> yeah. He's Nick in this episode. Yes.
1: He's agent to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he did good, though.
1: I with, enjoyed it, yeah. With being like trying to be the straight-laced agent and then mm-hmm. who he ends up being as a siren.
0: And he kind of changed to being kind of seductive like oh, a little yeah. bit. It was very subtle, but good. yeah, it was I enjoyed the performance a lot. Oh, yeah. And of course,
1: his mention to Dean is you need to get Sam out of the way so that we can be brothers forever mm-hmm. now. They head back to the motel. And as soon as Dean or I'm sorry, so- Sam opens the door and agent is sitting there cross legged, like all already sassy. Yeah. And Dean comes busting in behind him, grabs him from behind with a knife. And, like, has him in a chokehold with a knife up to his neck. 100%
0: under that siren song. Oh, yeah. He is going to do anything that Agent Nick tells him to do. He needs a brother Mm -hmm. forever. That's what he wants more than anything. Yes. More than anything.
1: And he starts telling Sam, you know, which I was like, he delivered this so well. It was like, it's such a creepy thing, but he was saying it in such a way you're like, oh. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's just Like I said,
0: it was, like, seductive. Yes. Like, I really like how the
1: actor played it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It His, threw me off that it was a man, but he did it well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't surprised it was a man,
1: honestly. <laughs> seeing all the things I've seen on this show. <laughs> um, but he's like, you know what it's like, Sam, watching someone kill for you? It's the best feeling. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I don't want to see that, but you're making me feel like I want to see it. <laughs> But not really. <laughs> and so I can't, I can't remember what else transpires, but it was so disgusting. And I was I was eating a sandwich at the same time. And I feel like I had just hit a part, a part in my sandwich. So I was like, oh, that doesn't taste so great. And then I see this, the agent's mouth open. And whatever is in his freaking mouth just, like, spews, spits it right onto Sam's mouth, right over, like, on the side of his mouth and his cheek. And I was just like, mmm. He gleaked. He gleaked into his mouth. I had to. And the way he
0: grabbed Sam's face first to like get Sam's mouth open. I totally thought he was going to kiss him. I wish that had happened. And that's what I do too. But that's not what happened. No. He like squeezes Sam's face and then gleaked in his mouth. was gross.
1: (laughs) Especially when you're mid bite of something. You're like, oh, I don't think I like this. Oh, (laughs) was not good. But anyway, so he decides, he's like, okay, now you're both infected. It's time. One of you, one of you's got to go so
0: that we can be brothers.
1: Fight for me. Because apparently
0: what Sam wants more than anything is a brother too. Yeah. These guys don't want ladies. No. They don't want a
1: wife. Nothing. They want their
0: bros. They want the perfect brother.
1: So the guys commence to fist fighting, but, um, well actually right before the, the, the fists are... I was about to slide. There were
0: some important yeah. transactions before Dean, that.
1: Right. Dean is like, this, Sam, you're not the same, Sam. It's, the, it's not, been nothing but lies, secrets. You know, you're you're just
0: lying to me all the time. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I totally said, Dean is saying all the things I've heard you muttering all season over yeah. there. Yeah, it's about time. <laughs> it's like, thanks, Dean. Finally. Talk some sense.
1: But then I feel like Sam cuts... Way deeper oh yeah and he starts telling <laughs> Sam starts telling Dean that he's holding him back he's too weak Sam is the better hunter and I mean it just like it was his was a little more cutting I feel like
0: He was like, I'm tired of hearing you cry and watching you be in anguish over all the souls you tortured in hell. Like, oh, boo-hoo. Yeah. it's like, damn, Sam. Right. I mean, honestly,
1: Dean was talking in facts, buddy. Like, you just kind of went below the belt. Yeah.
0: Um, Holy shit. That's what triggered the fight.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that's when the fists started flying. And and, as they're fighting, uh, I think somehow Dean throws big old Sam through mm-hmm. the, fr- the door and he's on the ground on the door. Sam or Dean's looking. Oh God, I, I'm never going to get their names down. <laughs> Dean looks around and sees the emergency ax, which do, I guess they still have those, have those around. I knew they did in my building when I worked there, but anyway, not relevant. He busts the glass, grabs the ax, like ready to swing and murder his brother. Mm-hmm. But who fucking comes and saves the, the day out of nowhere? It's Bobby. Bobby. Which I'm like, one hand. Bobby one-handed grabs Dean's arm as he's swinging the axe to stop him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn,
0: Bobby. He also stabbed him really quickly.
1: Right. Like, stabs him really quickly. And then the siren is, like, trying to take off. And does he throw it at him? Yeah. He, like, throws the knife and it gets the siren in the back. Which, obviously, we find out that
0: it's been dipped in the... No, it's been dipped in Dean. Oh, that's what it was. Sorry. Yeah, that's why he stabbed Dean is because he yes. figured out that they were both under the siren spell or at least Dean was since he had the ma- axe and was about to kill. So he stabbed Dean to get the blood of the victim right, or right, whatever right. and then threw that at the siren and the siren did the dramatic death into a mirror so that we could see its ugly ass face one last time. Mm. I think Bobby knew they were both. under I think Bobby knows about those. I did say Bobby, Bobby didn't so much as ask as Mm -hmm. to why their siren presented itself as a sexy little man. He knows. (laughs)
1: Uh, But and then so the spell's broken. They're all they always have these like beers next to some body of water. I feel like when they're it was soda this time. I was getting
0: there. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Um, But no. Yeah. So I thought it was beers, but it was Bobby giving them sodas since they were driving. Bobby asks them if they're going to be okay, and they're like, oh, yeah, for sure, oh, obviously. Like, why would we be? Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. And he kind of turns to leave, and he turns around, back around to them and tells them, you know, sirens are nasty things. Like, don't feel bad that they got to you. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's not that they feel bad that the siren got to them. I feel like it's, like, some of the underlying issues, issues. in their yeah relationship kind of came through, and now after each of them hearing it and being – coherent, it's unsettling. Mm-hmm. So, Dean a- asks Sam if he's going to go and say goodbye to the doc doctor, and Sam says, oh, no point. You know, no point in it. Which I was kind of surprised, because Sam yeah. is, you know, supposed to be my sweet guy, but it's not my sweet guy anymore. So.
0: <laughs> but that's how it ended. It was written by Catherine Humphreys and directed by Charles Beeson. Uh, I feel like Charles Beeson has done quite a few episodes that we have liked. I've heard that name mm. before. I've made note of that name. Let me see. Oh, he did season two, Playthings. Mm. We really liked the blocking in that one. And he did season two, Roadkill. Oh, yeah. yeah. Season three, Sin City. Time is on my side. Season four, It's the Great Pumpkin Sam Winchester. <laughs> and I know what you did last summer. Okay. Alright. So, gore. There wasn't a lot of gore. I mean, there was a lot of implied murders and stuff. We got the blood sludge at the beginning.
1: I also, I didn't, this, it wasn't gory, but I really didn't like hearing the one guy go and beat his mother to
0: death. I Yeah, the sound it effects. disturbing, yeah. At the beginning with the meat tenderizer, the sound effects yeah. on that stuff too. Mm. The sound effects were done really well. They were disturbing. And yeah, the mom, you could hear those sound effects and then her like, no. Yeah. Like her like yelling, that was disturbing yeah. as well. And the gleek into the mouth. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. you did because I remember well, I remember people like gleeking on each other back in the day and thinking it was oh, so funny. Gross. So I thought it was hilarious.
1: Never thought that was funny.
0: Sitting. I never thought it was funny either. I thought it was disgusting. like just because it's coming out in like this spray from under your tongue doesn't mean it's not spit, okay? You're still spitting on each other. Yeah, I just thought it was a really. I wasn't expecting. The monster to Gleek in Sam's mouth. Sam. So it just cracked me up. I think
1: I, it, it wouldn't have bothered me as
0: much if I hadn't <laughs> been eating at the same time. All right. So we've already talked about... I'm going to look up his actor's name. Hang on. Because his name's not Hoyt. <laughs> <laughs> we just know him as Hoyt from True Blood. Jim Parrick, Parick. P-A-R-R-A-C-K. Mm-hmm. Is the actor's name. As far as things we adore, I adored his performance. Yeah. Like you said, it was subtle. It wasn't over the top. Yet effective, right?
1: And it was uh, like I've only ever seen him as Hoyt. I think so. This was the only other thing I think I've seen him act in, and so it was nice to see a totally different character from him.
0: Yeah, there Two, I, Really, I, I yeah. Honestly, I saw him in something else, but I cannot think of what it was. I mean, I may
1: have too. I just that's all I'm recalling at the moment.
0: Suicide Squad. I'm guessing he was one of the cops at the prison. That's the only thing I can think of where there were a bunch of people. He was like an agent or a cop or something, is what I would guess. Okay. Anyway, did you adore anything else about this episode other than Hoyt Jim Barrick's performance? I went right back to calling him Hoyt. I went through all that trouble to look it up and went right back to Hoyt. I did like seeing Bobby save the day. You always love it when Bobby saves the day. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was a good episode. I liked it. Yeah. All right, on to the lore. So we're talking about sirens today, and I have an article from the Rebel Circus. I was trying to say their bell circus, but then I was like, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> it's the Rebel Circus, therebelcircus.com. Okay. Whether you believe a sirens, whoop, let's start that over, whether you believe in sirens or not, the first thing that comes to mind when you hear that word is probably mermaids beautiful, long haired, glowy skin, half woman, half fish. But you'd be wrong, according to traditional Greek mythology. Oh. Sirens were half bird, half beautiful maiden, singing enchantresses capable of luring passing sailors to their death. The wrongful mermaid association likely comes from their proximity to the sea. Sirens personified the allure of the unknown danger of the sea and the sexual attraction of birds. (laughs) Uh Oh, I'm just kidding. It doesn't say that. Okay. (laughs) The sexual attraction of beautiful women into one mythical creature. Winged sirens. I guess wings are real hot. You got a wing kink? No, I sure don't. I don't. Sure about that? Oh, yeah, I may. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> oh, I guess maybe. Who knows? Traditionally, sirens were daughters of the river god Achilles and a muse, likely Calliope. They were beautiful winged women who rested on the rocks and shore of the ocean, singing songs of love and sometimes playing string instruments surrounded by heaps of bones and the flesh of victims still rotting off their dead bodies. (laughs) Men who heard the sirens' songs were said to become instantly enchanted and mesmerized. They walked to Sirens, where they received a gruesome death, usually by being eaten or by drowning. I kind of wish they had made the CGI siren in the episode like a, a weird bird thing. Probably too hard, too difficult. They had their own special effects department, though. Yeah. I mean, come on. Anyway, so on to the myths. In the most famous myth of Sirens, Odysseus which Dean happened to mention in the episode made up his mind to leave his wife and head back. Oh, sorry, not his wife. I don't know how to say this name though and head back to Ithaca. And that's where his wife is is back there before leaving his lover, Circe warned him of the dangers he was about to face on his journey. First, you will come to the sirens who enchant all who come near them. If anyone unwarily draws in too close, and hears the singing of the sirens, his wife and children will never welcome him home again, for they sit in a green field and warble him to death with the sweetness of their song. That's what she told him. The only way for a sailor to pass the sirens unharmed was by not hearing them sing. So Odysseus ordered each member of his crew to stuff his own ears with beeswax. Is that where they're saying none of your beeswax came from? Like you don't need to hear it, so it doesn't need to go in your ear? Right. Probably. Hmm. He had himself bound to the ship, instructing his sailors to tie him even tighter if he started trying to break loose. He did not stuff his ears because he did not want to miss the opportunity to experience the luring song of the sirens. Um, not a great
1: move. (laughs) I mean, come on. Oh, I don't want to be affected by it, but I want to hear it.
0: I want to hear it I mean, real bad. Come on. <laughs> sounds like this is going to be my jam, and I just really need to, fight it. I got to know what it sounds like. So when Odysseus and his sailors passed the sirens on their ship, he desperately wanted to plunge into the waves, swim to shore, and embrace the sirens. He strained against the ropes, keeping him tied so hard that the bonds cut deeply into his flesh. But his sailors, you know, his seamen, mm-hmm. kept him tied up, kept him bound, kept him just restrained, no Does matter this... how much he urged them to let him come. I mean, go. Oh,
1: is this verbatim
0: from this article? What you're reading? I might be imbibing a little bit. <laughs> is that the right word? Imbibing? I don't think that's the right word. Embellishing? Yeah, I might be embellishing a little bit. I'm trying to set a scene no, here. No, no, it's funny. I knew that. <laughs> It was said that the sirens were fated to die if any mortal were to ever hear them sing and live to tell the story. So once Odysseus passed them unharmed, the sirens hurled themselves into the sea.
1: Oh, and they're not not fish. They're birds. They're birds. Their wings got wet. Uh Uh-oh.
0: In another myth, Orpheus defeated the sirens, as enchanting as their singing was to most. The sirens seemed to have been no match to divine musicians. The Argonauts, for example, had no problem passing the sirens since they had Orpheus, who was a legendary musician and prophet. The moment he heard their voices, he began to strum a tune so loud and lovely that the song of the sirens was instantly drowned out. Oh, wow. In the metamorphosis. Sirens were the human companions of Persephone. After she was carried off by Hades, they sought her everywhere with Demeter and prayed for wings to fly across the sea. Okay. That's all I got. Nice.
1: To close it out, there is a quote from Dean. Whenever the guys decide to split up, Dean's going to go to the strip club. Sam's going to stay with the doc, get the blood to test. And he's Acts like he's not happy about splitting up, but he tells Sam, fine, I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing it for the girls.
0: (laughs) Cheers Cheers to the girls. Thank you
1: for listening to Denim Wrapped Nightmares. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram, leave a review, and let us know how we can get involved in the fandom. This was fun. Jerk. It always is, bitch.